1: Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And it is race week and a busy race week at that for the Cars Tour late model stock cars, as they'll run it in Motor Mile on Saturday night and then make the journey about, oh, about an hour and a half down the road. And Wednesday night, they will be center stage at the North Wilkesboro Speedway. We'll first preview the race at Motor Mile this coming weekend. The Fluid Logic 225 at Motor Mile Speedway. Activity starts at the racetrack Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock with the first late model stock car practice. Alternating practices with the pro late models until 7 o'clock. Pits close at 7:30. Gates will open back up Saturday afternoon. Late model stock cars will hit the racetrack at 145. Alternating practices with the pro late models until 4 o'clock. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars 6 o'clock. 6:30 Pro Late Model qualifying driver introductions at 7. 7:30 the green flag will fly on the Fluid Logic 225 presented by Food Country USA. 100 laps for the Pro Late models and 125 laps for the Late Model stock cars. Looking at the entry list for the Late Model stock cars for this weekend, 22. Of the finest late-model stock car drivers enter for this weekend's festivity, they include Deke McCaskill, Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, Hayden Swank, Kyle Dudley, Carter Langley, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Jansen Marchbanks, Caden Honeycutt, Chad McCumbie, Bobby McCarty, last year's winner, Mason Diaz, Zach Miracle, Connor Hall, Connor Jones, Jason Merriman, Mike Looney, who is always a favorite at Motor Mile. He's in the field this weekend, along with Jonathan Schaefer, Jacob Hefner, and Katie Hedinger We'll make her... Late model stock car debut on the car's tour side. Looking at the pro late models, a very strong field. 17 pro late models on the docket for this weekend. They include Clint King, Cody King, Gavin Botson, William Sawalowicz, the hottest driver on the pro late model side, Clark Houston, Rusty Skews, Austin McDonald, Garrett Smithley, the former Cup and Xfinity driver. He'll be in a pro this weekend. Brett Cruz, Buddy Keyford, Caden Quapple, Luke Mornay, William Hale, Logan Jones, Ruben Carreras. Luke Finhouse and Katie Hedinger will actually be doing double duty as she will be in the Highland Motorsports number 96K. So, Katie Hedinger will actually compete in both races this weekend at Motor Mile. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this segment of Stickered Up. We come back. We're going to chat with Dylan Wilson, who will be in the Cars Tour race at North Wilkesboro on the late model stock car side next Wednesday night. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast.
2: her Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
0: of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina call adam resnick 910-540-7157 that's 910-540-7157 for all your furniture needs give them a call furniture for less official furniture supplier of the stickered up podcast follow them on facebook at furniture for less jacksonville practice race Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW
2: Chassis. They feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW Chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory league. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can Call Performance Racing Warehouse at
3: 704 838 1400. This is Bobby McCarty, driver of the number 22 Solid Rock Carriers Toyota. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast.
1: Green flag back out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Raps Hotline, he'll be making his uh, a start at a home track, so to speak. Dylan Wilson, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast.
3: Man, thanks for having me. I'm I'm pumped to uh, finally get to talk to you guys. Man,
1: I think um, first and foremost, I want to go back a couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you uh, had an impromptu, last-minute decision to – uh, joined the Cars Tour at Hickory Motor Speedway on throwback weekend. Uh, didn't have a throwback scheme, so to speak, but you had one of the brightest race cars out there. And, man, I think it was it was really eye-opening and kind of impressive what you were able to do uh, amongst those Cars Tour regulars. Take us back and kind of walk us through that, that weekend um, at Hickory for you.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, going back, honestly, like my f- – uh, I haven't raced in – Three years, I think, you know, going back. I think I counted the days. It was like over a thousand days that I hadn't hadn't made a start uh, In any organized race anyway, I went and tested a couple of times just messing around but Yeah, so obviously when we heard the rumblings about Wilkesboro, we knew that We had a good opportunity that, that was gonna be a you know a race that I was not gonna miss no matter where we was at uh, car wise and and uh, funding wise and we knew that uh really the only way to be competitive at wiltsboro would be to go to the old stomping around hickory and, and you know get our car back together so we did that limited race um a little over a month ago now just to kind of you know iron out the wrinkles and all that good stuff and then uh, moving forward we was like well i guess we'll run one more weekly show uh run a late model race to to get our you know so i can qualify on stickers and get back in the rhythm with that and then we decided. Uh, when we seen the throwback race was happening and we kind of rebuilt the front end after the limited race i mean we finished third and ran competitive but just wasn't there um competition wise but when we decided to uh i think thursday night we got it all done I'm like you know what let's just go try it whatever right. i mean i know it's the kind of the biggest race of the year for the Cars Tour, in a sense at least on a regular year it would be you know it's lude and Wiltsboro this year but we you know decided to go try it out and uh, it worked out for us. I mean, we, uh, it was very last minute and we had pretty low expectations. We just kind of wanted to go run with the field we'd be run with in the, uh, in the Wilkesboro race. And it, it ended up working out pretty good for us.
1: You're a North Wilkesboro guy. Um, you know, when it came out that you were selected as one of these, these 30 drivers that, that we're actually going to unveil here in, in our last segment, um, you grew up in, in the, essentially the shadows of the racetrack and, Talk about what it means to you sitting there seeing that racetrack dormant for the better part of the last twenty years and and then to see what SMI or you know, what Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Marcus Smith and all those guys that have kind of shot some adrenaline back into the racetrack. What does that look like from your standpoint, uh being being a local resident there in Wilkesburg?
3: Yeah, I mean, so it's obviously a big, exciting thing for myself and my family, obviously, but, you know, going back, like in the, when the track first opened, it was, so my great grandfather, his brother's name's Charlie Combs, and he is a pretty prevalent name in the, in the race track designing community. I mean, he designed Wilkesboro and Hickory and other tracks, and they're all tracks that still stand today and, and have really competitive races, uh, even to this day. So um, early on in the, in the early days of, of Wilkesboro, you know uh, my great-grandfather he was one of the first owners and uh, competed there um, he barrel rolled down the front stretch and my great-grandmother made him quit <laughs> so then he just <laughs> went into ownership um, and then you know 20 years later my grandpa was born or well not that long later but about 10 years later my grandfather was born and then eventually obviously he started racing uh in the dash series and you know he won five championships and kind of dominated that series and won 15 races at wilkesboro and. Our land, uh, the reason my grandfather was, great-grandfather was one of the owners was because his land was, you know, that was his land that the track was on. And uh, he's obviously sold off some of that now, so it's not that big of a property this these days, but all the parking is still connected to the track. And I've heard so many stories from my family about, like, how much fun they would have on the cup weekends, and, you know, they would always handle all the parking outside the track, and... They had a go kart track down below there that they would host races on, and uh, you know the night before the cup races and all that. So just so many good times, and it it was literally the uh, main source of income for my whole family for for years and years. The track was the you know the reasoning behind it, and you know they all ended up having careers in, in NASCAR. And my dad moved here from Texas to hire my grandpa as a crew chief, so I've got racing on both sides of the family, obviously. But um, so going forward. Uh, it closed down obviously in 96, as far as the cup racing goes, ended up, you know, doing the super late model stuff and modified stuff years later. But, um, as far as I never got to see a cup race there, other than when I was a newborn baby, I went in the infield and, uh, watched the last one in 96. And then, so basically I've just rode go-karts and dirt bikes and bicycles, probably more laps than everybody combined that's running in the cars tour race, um, in, uh, here in, in a week. So you know, not that I have any race car experience. I do have a lot of laps logged and (laughs) as far as on foot and on, on big wheels and, and bicycles and stuff, but it's as far as like what Marcus Smith and Dell Jr. and everybody that's made this thing happen. It's just such a big deal for obviously my family, but not just my family, just the whole community of Wilkes County and you know, North Wilkesboro, everybody in that area. It's just such a, there's so much life, you know, just injected into the veins of the, of the whole town. So. Um, just being around it, um, it's just so, so, um, it's kind of emotional, you know, just like the first race I got to see back there was, was, was crazy. And I sat, I watched it from every corner of the track, not even for my own sake for the race that I'm running, but just because I wanted to see it, I wanted to say I've seen it and um you know it just means so much i can't i can't say enough to what they've done between uh xr obviously have put a ton of work in and money and invested time and took a big risk you know this track they didn't know if this track was gonna hold itself together i mean there was chances of asphalt flying up and chunks coming up everywhere but they put in a lot of a lot of work to give it a uh, standing chance to be safe and It looks good it's historic it's just a just a different feel when you walked into the place so you know like i said i I can't say enough as far as how much thanks that myself and the my family could give um dale and all the people at xr and smi you know we've we've been very appreciative and i can't wait to see where it goes from here
1: chatting with dylan wilson who will be in the cars tour field for the late model stock car race next Wednesday night at North Wilkesboro Speedway, the Window World One Twenty Five. And Dylan, one thing that that I think from afar I've always watched you do very well um, as a race car driver um, and as just a, a, a person in the industry. Man, you do an amazing job with with the partners and the folks that you align yourself with to get you to the racetrack. And a, a cool event that you did this past weekend um, at, at Two Burrows uh, Brewery in uh, in in barre And I've actually been there. I actually stopped there on my way back from Boone a couple of years ago to, to grab some pizza and some beer. And it's a, it's a phenomenal establishment. But, but you and, and Landon Huffman and Boo Carlisle and Brandon Pierce all got together, had a happy hour. Talk a little bit about that event, and, and again, that's one of those events that really just talks about the buzz in Wilkes County and Wilkesburg leading up to next Wednesday night.
3: Yeah, so, um, you know, Two boroughs Brewery came on as a partner of ours um, just a couple of weeks ago, really, and it I just basically cold-called them and was like, man, I want to keep this thing local. We need some support. It's, uh, we're going to have to buy more tires and spend a little bit more money than we're used to, and we need a little bit of help. And we, you know, I got to talking with uh, Seth that, that owns two boroughs and we ended up uh, coming together with a whole plan as far as car shows and events. And I didn't want to do it like a standard car show. I mean, you know, a lot of people will take their car and sit it out in front of the a building and sign a couple of hero cards and leave. But man, we really wanted to engage with the community in the, in the town itself, obviously, and had a lot of family and, uh, and fans and friends and everybody come out mm-hmm. First and foremost, enjoy pizza and good uh, cold beer from two boroughs. And, um, and that's really good stuff, by the way. I know you said you've been there, but anybody listening, if you get a little hungry next weekend, that's the place or next week, I should say, Tuesday and Wednesday night, they're staying open late. Um, the place across the track or across the road. Um, Dooley's, they're also staying open late. He owns both of those. So one's a restaurant, one's kind of a brewery, but they work hand in hand. You can buy two borough stuff at, at Dooley's as well. So, they're staying open late on race week but but yeah we uh we re- me landon and i kind of talked about it and i was like man can you come help me out uh we can do a windshield deep show or something kind of showcase our new partners together and uh, that's what we ended up doing had a good turnout um same with brandon some of the crossroads harley davidson people came out to to have some beer and uh boo carlis as well brought some of his friends so it was a really good turnout we was we was really happy with it honestly it was a little bit above my expectation level i mean we It was kind of last minute in a way, but worked out really well. And I know that's not going to be the last time we do that. That's for sure.
1: Well, I can tell you that I'm sure that they're going to get their money's worth with their partnership with you because I can assure you that people that follow your social media and and Landon's social media and Boo's social media and Brandon all saw that. And I can't imagine that that's not going to be a place that people want to go when they're in Wilkes County over the next three days uh, during that race. Um, I want to go back to the to the race aspect of, of next week. And like you said, you've, you've got a ton of laps, you know, on foot and big wheels and bikes and go karts and things of that nature. But have you thought about the emotions that, that, that you may go through when you strap into that race car on Tuesday afternoon and take your first laps in a race car around North Wilkesboro?
3: Yeah, no doubt. I, I've told everybody so far people, you know, I've had people ask me that and I've been like, man, it's going to be probably the most selfless race that I've probably ever ran. I mean, obviously I'm going to get everything I have. And uh, I know my team's going to put a good car underneath me, but most importantly, like I want to see a good race and I want to, I want to be a little bit of a fan, obviously while driving, if I can, if I can muster up the energy, but the, uh, most important. I mean, yes, it's going to be very emotional. I think once I strap in, the caution lights come on, the pace laps will be emotional, obviously. But once it's one to go and we're clearing out the carburetors, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be ready to go. But I think the toughest part, where hopefully I can uh, I can keep the eyes dry, is going to be like driver intros and. And uh, if there's ever any pictures or moments like with my grandpa or anybody in my family and stuff that's raced there, because, you know, there's a lot of people in my family that was a big part of that racetrack that, you know, aren't with us anymore. So going to be thinking about all of them a lot, and we collectively as a group are going to honor them the best we can. But, uh, you know, yes, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be emotional, but um, I have pretty good faith out there muster up the courage to to dry the eyes and tighten the belts and get after it when it, when it comes time to drop the green flag.
1: What are your thoughts on, you know, at the, at the conclusion of that Wednesday night, that's, that's the last, that's the last race on the original asphalt. Um, They're going to, the plan is, is to pull up the asphalt, run some dirt races in the month of October, and then come back and repave so that the racetrack can be uh, suitable for, for, you know, future events, you know, stock car races on the asphalt Again, yeah, I know it's an emotional thing for you, but like, you know, you've got family that's raced on that asphalt and you're going to actually have the opportunity to run the last night. I mean, that's gotta be, that's gotta be very special to you.
3: Oh yeah, man. I, I've, that's all I've been thinking about is, is just, you know, the, that's, that's especially being that, you know, the asphalt has been there for a long time. It's seen a lot of racing. I know my great grandfather walked that asphalt a lot and, and sat there and, Made sure everything was right every weekend and and uh, every time the Cup guys came there and and I want to uh you know that's just on its in it on in its own words uh it's just gonna be a a totally emotional thing but like just trying to think of a way to to honor it and also take in the moment but then also realize that I'm about to run the biggest race in my life is gonna be a challenge in its own um, but. I'm going to do my best at documenting everything. We're going to try to vlog and get a couple guys running cameras for me the whole time and get mic'd up and spotter audio, everything. And, and not only savor it for myself and, and be able to watch it with family and, and show them first, but eventually post all that on YouTube and Twitter and at least the moments that I'm uh, comfortable sharing anyway, I know there's going to be some emotional stuff in there, but um, yeah, I mean the last, the last time that, uh, you know, there's a huge race on that asphalt is, and being a part of it is just, you know, I can't really put into words what I could even uh you know, what I think about it. I mean, it's just a uh, just a total honor and I you know, can't be more proud to represent Wilkes County. I mean, I I have a pretty good feeling I'm the only local that's running the cars race and um, you know, I I know there's a lot of guys that's ran it obviously that's from the area, but as far as in this race and in, in the bigger one that's going to be one of the last ones, it's just, just an honor. And I hope that I do the county uh, itself proud. You know, it's just a, just a wild, it's a wild feeling. You know, I can't put it into words.
1: Yeah. We're talking with Dylan Wilson, who will be strapped in as number 77 next Wednesday night at North Wilkesburg in the late model stock car race for the cars tour. And and a couple more questions before I let you go, Dylan, obviously Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be part of this race. He's um, say, always said that for the last few years that he, he wanted to get back in a late model and that's where he truly Really enjoyed the race, and I thought it was really interesting that, I don't know if you saw his press conference at, at Watkins Glen this past weekend, but basically he said that the reason he hasn't done it before is because he's been scared. He's been intimidated that he could not compete at a level. Obviously, a lot of fanfare with him. Uh, he's he's doing uh, his Dale Jr. download uh, on site. I believe it's Tuesday afternoon uh, with, with Mike Davis, but obviously a lot of fanfare. A lot of his fans will be there. Do you race him the same as you would race, you know, a Bobby McCarty or a Carter Langley or a Jansen Marchbanks once you get out there on the racetrack Wednesday night?
3: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Dale's a childhood hero of mine. He's still a hero of mine. Um, but growing up, you know, he was the guy that I was watching on YouTube and trying to mimic my attitude and, and my persona as far as how I handled people and, and fans, and especially early in my racing career. I mean, I, always looked up to him and what he did. So I mean, but when it comes to time, time to race, obviously you're going to race everybody the same. Everybody's car looks the same color to me out there. But when you see the sun drop thing, that's definitely going to be a, uh, be definitely a little bit of an eye opener. It's going to be neat to to share a track obviously with him. But, um, yeah, I think, I think we will still, you know, I think I'll race everybody the same. Um, I kind of pride myself on being a clean hard racer. I'd like giving everybody room, especially on a track like that. So Um, Dale, obviously will get the same amount. Um, if I'm, you know, if we're good enough to, to go run with him. And as far as him saying uh, in his press conference that he's, that he's been like kind of scared in the past to run late models, I don't blame him at all. I mean, these guys are (laughs) uh, especially cars. Uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm scared and I don't even run, you know, I don't run enough to be super confident every time I go out there and race. So I can totally understand a little bit of fear involved with like, going back and running a race especially a car store race i mean that's like i said i mean that's that's my cup series that's that's the top of the that's the top level i'm gonna run so i'm uh every time I you know before every race you're you're nervous and you don't want to obviously uh fail your your partners and your and your crew and stuff and make any mistakes but so i totally understand what he's saying there but uh i think you'll just like I did a couple of weeks ago, coming back after a long hiatus, uh, he'll pick it right back up and be good. I mean, he's he got to run some laps too a few weeks ago, testing or whatever. So he'll uh, he'll be just fine. I know I know that for a fact. And uh, like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to sharing a track with him. We get to be on the uh, little the download deal, one of the ten guys that's going to be on the show. Oh, so, nice. yeah, so that'll be really cool. Looking forward to that. You know, that's a show that I pretty much uh, one of my favorite podcast obviously so being a part of the the download uh you know q a deal will definitely be a, a big deal for me and like i said all my all my partners and family and everything so looking forward i'm the last guy to go on so maybe we'll get a little bit extra time to talk about everything we've done in our uh career as far as wilkesboro wise and how the how i ended up there and, and you know what all you know transpires as far as uh, the next few days goes
1: Dylan, I know it takes a lot of people to get to the racetrack band before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to thank all those, those partners and all those people that help you get to the racetrack, especially this weekend coming up at North Wilkesburg.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we haven't had a budget to run uh, a lot of big races the last, you know, obviously my whole career. I mean, we just really haven't had the, uh, the funding we've done it as a family team all these years. So I think that's why I take a lot of extra pride in every, uh, every opportunity i get as far as uh, getting a new partner so i um, got to thank obviously Jan Lee detective agency uh it's a good friend of mine mitch lash they came on board they are out of mooresville north carolina they do uh private detective work uh bodyguard services everything uh, everything you need so dot detectiveagency.com that's they've got uh if you're ever in the need for anything like that any high profile clients or just in general uh, it's a good place to go to, um, then two boroughs brewery. We talked about them. Obviously they, they rotate about six to eight beers on, uh, on draft, uh, weekly. And then we've got, uh, and they have tons of good food. Uh, my favorite is the Buffalo chicken pizza. I've had about eight of those the last five days. So, um, may sweat that out, come next <laughs> Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, but then uh, Bumgarner bum services, um, and they're hiring truck drivers right now. So if anybody's. In the truck driving business, Bone Runner Services go there. Great place to work. Uh, covered Express, Brand Jewelry, uh, Blondie's Restaurant, Huntington House, and obviously my wrap business, One Wraps. We've, uh, you know, we, I do a lot of trucking stuff now, and we do some race cars and stuff too. So, uh, anybody that needs to come that way, obviously, we can we can hook you up there. But. Um, you know, I know GXS is doing this. I know you do a lot of work for the Cars Tour and stuff. And I'll all tell your you stuff man, I awesome
1: I'll tell you, you I yeah, tell you though, I'm yeah. I tell you though, I'm I'm a I can appreciate you know, fellow competitors and colleagues and what they do, man. And some of the raps that you've done are just, they're totally badass, man. And and like, I I mean, look, I I do the same thing. I mean, I have a, I have a pretty good relationship with Bradley McCaskill. We talk and, you know, and and, and that's what you got to do, man. There's enough out there for us out there.
3: Right. Oh yeah. There's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of race cars for everybody to rap. So yeah, you know, I've, I've ever, ever other rap company I've ever, uh, dealt with has always been, it's a pretty cool community man. Yeah. and obviously yourself and Bradley and everybody else that's in the, in the business, Mincy, all them guys. So I've gotten to know everybody pretty well over the last couple of years. So yeah. It's been, uh, you know, it's a, it's a cool business to be in. And like I said, there's plenty of race cars out there. And they all, all the car stores, best looking series out there for sure. So I think we all do a pretty good job. Absolutely.
1: Well, Dylan, I'd love to catch up with you on Monday night at Two Burrs. We'll drink some beers and uh, and and have some pizza. And uh, best of luck to you on next Wednesday night at North Wilkesboro. I know it'll be an emotional night, not just for you, but for everybody. And, uh, and like I said, man, you go in and cat, get that checkered flag next Wednesday. We'll have you back on to talk about it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try nonetheless, but most importantly, we're going to have a good time. And, yes, we're definitely going to go drink some Two Burrows beer after the race and then, obviously, Monday night. So, we'll uh, we'll see you then. I'll give you a text and let you know when I'm there, and we'll go have a couple of cold beers.
1: Look forward to it. That's Dylan Wilson. He will be in the field next Wednesday night at North Wilkesburn in the number 77, Two Burrows Brewery Ride. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll come down Pitt Road. We'll stick her up, and when we return, we will unveil the 30 cars that will take the green flag at North wilkes Speedway next Wednesday night with Cars Tour Administrative Officer Keeley Dubinsky. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast.
2: Sticker up, up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
0: Hit the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel overlays powered by race Compare your driving line around the track against the best and see how you stack up against the competition. They get every lap, every car. Available at every Cars Tour event. New for 2022 Tracks on IT services and they can set up a network exclusive to your needs. At the racetrack on race weekends. Contact Adam Zirkel, 434-222-8947. That's 434-222-8947. Delivery by Tracks.
3: What's up? This is Dylan Wilson, driver of the number four, two Burroughs Chevy. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast.
1: Green flag out this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And we have the privilege of officially releasing the 30 drivers that will take the green flag at North Wilkesboro next Wednesday night in the Window World 125, be the last race on the existing asphalt. And uh, these 30 drivers selected by the Cars Tour uh, will start with number one, Brandon Queen, the winner at Langley Speedway earlier this year. He will be in the field along with Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, uh, two-time Daytona 500 winner, NASCAR Hall of Famer Dale Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be in the field this weekend or next week as well. Hayden Swank, Dylan Wilson, our just most recent guest, Carter Langley, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Jansen Marchbanks, Caden Honeycutt, Jared Fryer, K- Chad McCumbie, Stephen Parsons will return back to Cars Tour Action next Wednesday night, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Connor Mosack, Brian Reedy, Zach Miracle, Pat Rachels, William Sawalowicz, Connor Jones, Connor Hall, Trevor Ward, Corey Heim, the winner of the uh, 4th of July race at South Boston last month, and truck driver, Minnie Tyrell will be back in action. He was uh, in our most recent race at Ace Speedway. Mike Looney, Jonathan Schaefer, and rounding out the 30-car field will be Jacob Hefner joining us via the GSX Raps hotline to talk about the cars tours trip to North Wilkesboro Speedway next Wednesday night. We've got Ms. Keeley Dubinsky back here with the Stickered Up Podcast. Keeley, welcome back to the Stickered Up Podcast.
4: Great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I know that you have feverishly been working um, the midnight oil, so to speak, here the last couple of weeks. Not only your your day to day, you've got Motor Mile coming up on on Saturday this coming weekend, but a lot of the focus, a lot of the uh, energy that. People are kind of going to right now with the cars tour next Wednesday night, North Wilkesboro Speedway, the Window World One Twenty Five, be the last race uh, on the original asphalt. And uh, couldn't think of a finer way to go out in style with the cars tour. Kaylee, talk a little bit about what what went into to getting this cars tour race at North Wilkesboro.
4: Uh, well, it has uh, it has been quite the ride uh, here. You know, obviously throwing a points race in, especially on a Wednesday night for our guys was, um, it was a little bit tricky and, and something that we didn't like necessarily want to throw on them, but this is an event that we couldn't pass up. You know, we wanted to be a part of it. Um, what better way to, to go out with a bang, uh, with the last bit of asphalt there? Um, you know, and it, it's pretty much like a standard event at the end of the day like on on the book side there's just so much extra work that has gone into this you know planning q and a's and um weekday things and then naturally it's right after motor mile so the turnaround turnaround time is insanely uh, short but we're excited
1: looking at the schedule for north wilkesburg a little bit different um and i think with this being a, a different kind of event. I know you just mentioned that it kind of runs the same, but, you know, it's got a little bit of a feel of a throwback race with having some fanfare, you know, before the race with with the Dale Jr. Download. Um, you're going to have a couple of drivers that we'll talk about that in a few minutes that are going to be part of, of his podcast um, on on Wednesday, I believe. But you've got a Fan Fest uh, on the front stretch, which kind of is, is – but, but the thing that kind of took me back is it, it almost has a cup feel – race weekend, too, because Cars Tour will show up on Tuesday. Um, Cars Tour, late model stock cars will have an hour practice from 3.30 to 4.30, and then another 30-minute practice from 4.45 to 5.15. So basically, you've got an hour and 15 minutes to go through pre-tech, qualifying, and then qualifying's at at 7.30, and the race cars don't hit the racetrack again until Wednesday night when the green flag falls. So talk a little bit about the the schedule being where these guys really only get about an hour and 15 minutes of practice on the racetrack that pretty sure most of other than maybe Dale jr. When he did his practice, these guys haven't even seen the racetrack.
4: Correct. So that, that one was a little bit tricky too. You know, naturally we're in a tire shortage. Um, so we had to be a little bit careful with that. And, you know, we wanted to give the fans something a little bit different for this one. And, you know, some people can't, make it out on on Wednesday so we figured you know what let's qualify them on Tuesday night that way we have two days uh, you know, the, the place sold out so so quickly that they're actually building uh, they're building more grandstands in term one and two um, you know getting getting those all fixed up so basically like the two-day event just made more sense something to this nature but then the cars will be impounded after qualifying um, on on Tuesday night and then we'll go into Wednesday and do the normal, race day deal except cars are impounded
1: i think a big thing for this particular race and, and it's obviously uh it, it goes back to motor mile on saturday as well both of these races um these teams will finally have the the luxury of having practice tires both at motor mile and north Wilkesboro. and i know that the tire shortage and and everything that you guys have gone through, not just recently but for really the last two years that was really kind of the reason that you guys had to set your field at 30 cars. Um, a lot of, a lot of names on here really don't surprise anybody. A lot of these are cars tour guys. They've been cars tour guys. They're running for championships, rookie of the year. Um, but the one name obviously that stands out a little bit is Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I know that he has obviously been a, a, a very avid uh, supporter of the Cars Tour with with Josh Berry, um, Carson Quapple and, and, and numerous other drivers that are competing in the Cars Tour. Talk a little bit about what it's going to mean to have him in the field um, and make his late model return with the Cars Tour.
4: So to have Dale coming to race with us is obviously really special. It's something cool for our guys, you know, to be able to say that they raced with him. But, you know, we didn't necessarily choose him for the reasons that people thought. Um, just, just because, you know, obviously his, his career was great and hall of famer, but we chose to put him in this race because he has been supporting the cars Tour since 2015. I mean, he's ran two cars with us for the most part, every season. Um, they've just got one this year with Carson Quapple, but Dale has from the very beginning, like I said, 2015, he has been supporting the series just just so much more than bringing cars you know social media um, talking about the series i saw that he did an interview with matt weaver um, explaining that you know his heart was in this series and that is the reason that dale is is in this race uh, you know like i said obviously it's really cool you know he's a hall of famer things like that but but his heart and his passion and how much support he's given is it was a no-brainer
1: and I don't know if you saw it. Actually, uh, Dylan and I talked a little bit about this when we had him in, on segment two. I don't know if you saw Dell Jr.'s press conference at North Wilkesboro, or not North Wilkesboro, but at Watkins Glen this past weekend, talking about his upcoming race at North Wilkesburg. And the question was asked, you know, why is it taking so long? And got pretty emotional and basically came out and said that. I've been kind of intimidated and kind of scared to get back in a late model because I want to make sure I perform at a high level. And these guys are really good, especially the guys in the cars tour. What is, what is a statement like that from Dale jr say about the cars tour as a whole in your opinion?
4: You know, the, the cars tour is, it's just, different I, I don't even know how to explain it the fact that Dale's intimidated first of all is, is really cool I guess um but you know we have the best of the best a lot of our drivers went out to run for local track championships first um, to get themselves ready and then naturally like the next step from car store we have some that you know stay and stay in late models but obviously the next step for most of these guys is to go to the upper three levels of NASCAR um and so for someone on his end to be intimidated by the people on our end um i think i think it just it makes us feel good you know it's this we put a lot of work into this series to try to make it um you know professionally ran and you know highlight these drivers and give them a platform to really showcase their talents um and who they are so it's um i don't know it's 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 just really cool.
1: Well, you look at the you look at the entry list, and again, uh, <clears throat> not to not to not to ask too many questions about the the process. But I sit here and I look at the entry list, and you know you've got uh, you know you've got. Corey Haim, who is a cars tour. He's, he's a cars tour guy. I mean, he's been running trucks. He's been winning the trucks, but he's a cars tour guy. So that's a no brainer. You look at someone like Stefan Parsons who has been running some Xfinity races. He was a cars tour guy three or four years ago. So I think it it really kind of bodes that you guys and your selection of, of who you guys wanted to be part of this special race. It all goes back to the loyalty to the cars tour. Is that a, is that a fair statement?
4: it's absolutely fair you know jack and i sat down and we went through uh the wait list was incredibly long and some of the names on there were very very big names like from from the nascar side but here's the deal at the end of the day this is a racetrack revival it is highlighting the grassroots racing and we were given this platform to showcase the people that have been the most loyal to us you know, so it doesn't necessarily matter who comes in with what money or who comes from, from so-and-so it's just, we wanted to give our guys the opportunity to represent us.
1: I think that's very, a very fair way to do it. Um, and and looking at this, this list of 30 drivers, I can sit here and pick 25 of these guys win the race and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that that's how stout this field is going to be. And, um, and, you know, Keeley, again, this is kind of a different event. It's, it'll be, I think it'll be the first time the cars tours run a race on Wednesday. I think that's a fair, um, fair conclusion. Um, but, but talk about some of the extracurricular things that you guys have going on, um, over that two day period where the cars tours on the property, as far as the, the Dale jr. Download and, and, and y'all's tied to that. And then any additional activities that may be going on, that's not necessarily on the schedule here.
4: Yeah. So I, you know, I've been working, um, with junior motorsports and the track on some different things that we're going to do, uh, you know, even for the Q and A with Dale, that was all his idea too, which was which was great. Um, you know, we've got I think I'll just go ahead and leak the names. Um, we've got Brendan Queen, Bobby McCarty, Connor Hall, Chad McCumbie, Landon Huffman, Hayden Swank, Caden Honeycutt, Carter Langley, Dylan Wilson. You know, all he he went through and, and picked all those guys to talk to. So I think that's going to be really neat for those guys, um, you know, to be able to talk about themselves and uh, share that with in front of a huge crowd. Um, and then obviously on the download. Um, and then uh, instead of doing a fan fest on the track, we're actually pulling the drivers up to a tent behind the grandstands. So we're going to put them all uh, at a table Sign autographs and then that way all of the fans will have a chance to not only do a meet-and-greet with Dale But with all of our drivers because the short track world is is very Tight-knit there's fans that travel all around they come to our every every single race on the schedule You know to follow some of these guys So I think that's gonna be special for fans to be able to interact with all
1: of them what you should do is you should have the autograph session set up to where Dale is at the very end and they have to talk to all 29 drivers before they actually get to Dale. (laughs) Then you you would have to have about, you'd have to your PR guy for each driver would have to have about 2000 hero cards to sign um, based on probably what that would look like. But um, I mean, that's really cool and I I, I'm really excited about this event. I'm glad that you guys have been able to be part of it. Um, I guess, and I don't know, did you know that Chad McComby was an actor, I did. So, you know that Chad McComby played Dale Junior. in the movie. Was it three? The documentary. That's what it was called. I
4: never actually saw it, but Chad knows that those questions are coming. Well, we asked him those <laughs> questions
1: here on the Stickered Up podcast when he wanted Hickory <laughs> back in March. If you know how that, if he still gets recognized and gets some recognition for that, but, um, but that's he really, does. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. I just, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the two of them sitting right there on the stage and you kind of compare to see what they, if they still look similar, because they do kind of look similar. It's actually kind of, it's kind of creepy, but. Um,
4: it is, and you don't think about it until you actually do put them side by side, and you're like, oh, wait, hold on, I think I could see that.
1: <laughs> Talking with Keely Debinski for the car tours, we preview next Wednesday night's Window World 125 at North Wilkesboro Speedway, and. Keely, talk a little bit about, I don't know if you have the particular details, but if there are fans out there that still want tickets, are tickets available? Is camping still available? Do you know the answer to some of those questions?
4: Camping has unfortunately been sold out. Um, I know that the track is working like crazy to try to you know, open up uh, some more of that. Um, I don't, I just don't know if it's, it's going to happen. I mean, these fans, that, that's something that's also so crazy. Like, they as soon as we released the ticket link, it was done. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so they're, like I said, the grandstands um, are gonna be fixed up in turns one and two so that they can continue selling tickets because we're, we're a little bit out from the race and they're at their max. Yeah. <laughs> so you can still go through and purchase tickets through their website. It's on ours as well on our homepage, but yes, we are we are coming up with more seating so that everybody can enjoy this race in person.
1: Real quick question too. You've actually been to North Wilkesboro, obviously before the racing started, doing some some track evaluations and some event planning, but you also have been able to go and witness a couple of the the, the first races back on asphalt. Um, what do you think the cars tour fans and can expect on the late model side next Wednesday night as far as the racing?
4: I think they can expect a very racy track. I think it's going to be, which it's nice that we're going to motor mile right before. Um, cause I think it's going to be a little bit similar now. I don't race myself, so I can't necessarily talk from the, the track surface standpoint. We did go and look at the surface earlier when we were, um, you know, considering, uh, making a deal with, with Wilkesboro. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, this, this entire event is just so different. And a lot of these drivers on this list were not even born when the track shut down. So that's also a reason that we are not allowing anybody to test beforehand. We wanted it to be a completely even playing field.
1: Well, I definitely think you got that. So Kaylee, I can't thank you enough for, for jumping on and, and chatting with us real quick as far as unveiling the 30 drivers that'll take the green flag next Wednesday night. Look forward to seeing you at motor mile on Saturday. And then again at North Wilkesboro on Wednesday. Thank you again for being part of this episode of stickered up.
4: Absolutely, thank you, and uh, I can't wait to see y'all this coming weekend and at Wilkesboro.
1: And that's Kaylee Dabinsky with the Cars Tour as we wrap up this edition of the Stickered Up podcast. Again, kind of a kind of a weird condensed week. Uh, we'll have two races run before our next Stickered Up edition comes out next Thursday, but we've got something special planned for you with our next edition. Want to thank all those folks that helped Stickered Up become. To you each and every week, Solid Rock Carriers, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, GeoCut, Adam Zirkel Performance Technologies, Furniture for Less, BST. I also want to thank our guest, Keely Dubinsky with the Cars Tour and Dylan Wilson, who will be taking the green flag on the Cars Tour late model stock car next Wednesday night at North wilkes Speedway. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Duff.
2: Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you
0: download your podcasts.